Rhapsodize presents Hawker Rat in Wotus by Horace, read by Carol Box. During my time as a calligraphy student, I developed a fondness for rustic capitals, a letter formed in first-century Rome. Of course, for me, the writing medium had to be papyrus, and the content something written during that period. I was delighted to find Hawker Rat in Wotus by Quintus Horatius Flaccus, or Horace for short. In his satires, Horace explores the secrets of human happiness and literary perfection. He convinces his readers of the futility and silliness of their ambitions and desires. As an alternative, he proposes a life that is based on inner self-sufficiency and moderation. In the second book, which was published in 30 BC, Horace addresses the search for a happy and contented life. Satire 6. Hocerat in Wotis This used to be my wish, a bit of land, a house and garden with a spring at hand, and just a little wood. The gods have crowned my humble vows, I prosper and abound, nor ask I more, kind Mercury, save that thou wouldst give me still the goods thou givest me now. If crime has ne'er increased them, nor excess and want of thrift are like to make them less. If I ne'er pray like this, O oh, might that nook, which spoils my field, be mine by hook or crook. O oh, for a stroke of luck like his, who found a crock of silver turning up the ground. And thanks to good Alcides, farmed as by the very land where he had slaved for hire. If what I have contents me, hear my prayer. Still let me feel thy tutelary care, and let my sheep, my pastures, this and that, my all, in fact, except my brains, be fat. Now, lodged in my hill castle, can I choose companion fitter than my homely muse? Here no town duties vex, no plague winds blow, nor autumn, friend to graveyards, works me woe. Sire of the morning, do I call thee right, or hearst thou Janus' name with more delight? Who introducest, so the gods ordain, Life's various tasks, inaugurate my strain. At Rome to bail I'm summoned. Do your part, thou bidst me, Quick, lest others get the start. So, whether Boreas roars, Or winter snow clips short the day, To court I needs must go. I give the fatal pledge, distinct and loud, then pushing, struggling, battle with the crowd. Now, madman, clamours someone, not without a threat or two, just mind what you're about. What? You must knock down all that's in your way, because you're posting to Mycenas, eh? This pleases me, I own, but when I get to black as squealy eye, trouble waits me yet, for other people's matters in a swarm. Buzz round my head and take my ears by storm. Sir, Roscius would be glad if you'd arrange by 8 a.m. to be with him on change. Quintus, the scribes entreat you to attend a meeting of importance as their friend. Just get my scene a seal attached to these. I'll try. Oh, you can do it, if you please. Seven years, or rather eight, have well nigh passed since with my Cena's friends I first was classed. To this extent, that, driving through the street, he'd stop his car and offer me a seat. 
or make such chance remarks as, What's a clock? Will Syria's champion beat the Thracian cock? These morning frosts are apt to be severe. Just chit-chat, suited to a leaky ear. Since that auspicious date, each day and hour has placed me more and more in envy's power. He joined his play, sat next him at the games, a child of fortune, all the world exclaims. From the high rostra a report comes down, and, like a chilly fog, pervades the town. Each man I meet accosts me. Is it so? You live so near the gods you're sure to know. That news about the Dacians. Have you heard no secret tidings? Not a single word. Oh, yes, you love to banter us poor folk. Nay, if I've heard a tittle. May I choke? Will Caesar grant his veterans their estates in Italy, or t'other side of the straits? I swear that I know nothing and am dumb. They think me deep, miraculously mum. And so my day between my fingers slips, while fond regrets keep rising to my lips. Oh, my dear homestead in the country, when shall I behold your pleasant face again? And studying now, now dozing and at ease, imbibe forgetfulness of all this tease? Oh, when, Pythagoras, shall thy brother been, with pork and cabbage on my board be seen? O oh, happy nights and suppers half divine, when at the home-god's altar I and mine enjoy a frugal meal, and leave the treat unfinished for my merry slaves to eat. Not bound by madcap rules, but free to choose big cups or small, each follows his own views. You toss your wine off boldly, if you please, or gently sip, and mellow by degrees. We talk of, not our neighbour's house or field, nor the last feet of Lepos, the light-heeled, but matters which to know concerns us more, which none but at his peril can ignore, whether tis wealth or virtue makes men blessed, what leads to friendship, worth or interest, in what the good consists, and what the end and chief of goods, on which the rest depend. While neighbour Servius, with his rustic wit, tells old wives' tales, this case or that to hit, should someone be unwise enough to praise Aurelius' toilsome wealth, he straightway says, One day a country mouse in his poor home received an ancient friend, a mouse from Rome. The host, though close and careful to a guest, could open still, so now he did his best. He spares not oats for vetches, in his chaps raisins he brings, and nibbled bacon scraps, hoping by varied dainties to entice his town-bred guest so delicate and nice, who condescended graciously to touch thing after thing, but never would take much, while he, the owner of the mansion, sate on threshed-out straw, and spelt and darnels ate. At length the townsman cries, I wonder how you can live here, friend, on this hill's rough brow. Take my advice and leave these ups and downs, this hill and dale, for humankind and towns. Come now, Go home with me. Remember, all who live on earth are mortal, great and small. Then take, good sir, your pleasure while you may, with life so short, twere wrong to lose a day. This reasoning made the rustic's head turn round, forth from his hole he issues with a bound, and they too make together for their mark, in hopes to reach the city during dark. 
the midnight sky was bending over all when they set foot within a stately hall where couches of wrought ivory had been spread with gorgeous coverlets of tyrian red and viands piled up high in baskets lay the relics of a feast of yesterday the townsman does the honours lays his guest at ease upon a couch with crimson dressed then nimbly moves in character of host and offers in succession boiled and roast nay like a well-trained slave each wish prevents and tastes before the tit-bits he presents the guest rejoicing in his altered fare assumes in turn a genial diner's air when hark a sudden banging of the door each from his couch is tumbled on the floor half dead they scurry round the room poor things while the whole house with barking mastiffs rings then says the rustic it may do for you this life but i don't like it so adieu give me my hole secure from all alarms i'll prove that tares and vetches still have charms